ready to take a ride, grab your coffee, and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. How you been since okay. last time, my friend? Good, good. How about yourself, my brother? How's everything over there? Brother, some exciting things are afoot. Exciting yeah, things. Have you heard about the A.E. Allen property up for auction? No. No, honestly, no. 37 are... and a half acres of what remains. It's the church and many buildings. They're auctioning it off right now. It will be sold at auction in the next 10 days. So we're preparing a bid, and uh, who knows? I may be calling you one of these days, and we'll be linking you in from Miracle Valley, Arizona. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <laughs> We've had... Um, We've had some pledges already come in, so I was just talking about that in the last program. And uh, so, asking all to pray for us. So keep us in of prayer, course. Brother Armanek. Uh, God's will be done in this matter, but um, I'm excited of what might be very soon. We'll know in about ten days. Wow, wow, that's great. So yes, we're going to pray that God grant you. We want to turn it into a deliverance uh, center, epicenter. Bring live conferences there. We're going to do them for free and televise them worldwide. It will once again become a center for power evangelism. If the Lord's in it, it'll happen. If he's not, then it won't because it's going to take a whole lot more money than I got. So it'll be, it'll have to be a miracle of God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's going to happen. Praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. His will be done. Uh, well, aside from that, uh, we're just, uh, we got our shoulder to the plow going forward for Jesus and just uh, one day at a time with Jesus uh, well folks we're excited to have Pastor Armanek Takmesian back on and uh, I dropped the ball we should have had him on a lot sooner so I apologize for that but uh, since our last program I think I switched my carriers over to Met Mobile I'm enjoying oh. the, a cheaper phone bill than the AT&T that had me every month paying 100 to 300 dollars a month it was crazy Wow. So uh, I've got my bill down to $15 a month. Mint Mobile, people. Check it out. <laughs> and, uh, in that process, I lost some numbers, so I'm having to rebuild my Rolodex. But okay. Well, we got reconnected again. And uh, Brother Armanac, would you like to open us up in prayer? Yeah, sure. Sure, my brother. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for allowing me to uh, speak in your show. And uh, let's pray. Master, bless, bless my brothers and my sisters listening right now. Uh, bless their life, Lord Jesus. And, and Lord Jesus, let this day start fresh. Bless them, anoint them. And bless my brother Shannon and this broadcast, this radio station. Holy Spirit, thank you for everything you're doing for, for, for us. And bless this hour. Bless your word. Bless me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I say amen to that. Sorry about that noise. Uh, we got no, it's okay. Uh, folks, welcome. Brother Armanac, the mic is yours. Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you, sir. Well, uh, brothers and sisters, thank you. Um, you know, I usually love to teach. Uh, one of the things that... Uh, I told you last time that we do dream interpretation and I uh, was excited to show you that in the last days the scripture says God will speak to us through dreams and visions and uh, I was sharing uh, my Bible study um, yesterday about how to enter 
into the presence of God. And this is what I want to kind of share also with you uh, and bless your life. Uh, because uh, I believe uh, that uh, uh, just, um, you know, believing uh, God and um, uh, but not to be anointed, uh, it's, it's, it's very, very dangerous. Let me fix this. This is touching. Okay. So um, I'm just going to start teaching and then maybe this will be helpful to some of you. Uh, it, maybe it will be a little bit difficult for some of you, but you guys can kind of write it down and study it. So, um, you know, I noticed over the years that uh, uh, a lot of people uh, struggling with their prayers, struggling with their uh, faith, and then, uh, you know, they're doing their best um, to have success. But sometimes it uh, never works. So when they go to a pastor or a minister and, you know, they're complaining, asking like why this is not happening, especially when, uh, especially uh, when uh, uh, the, um, uh, when pastor says go pray, go fast or do certain things that I think is necessary. And then they do that. They literally do that. They're people, Some people become very radical. Like I know a person was, she fasted 57 days. Uh, and I know people doing radical things to save their families, to save their loved ones, uh, you know, bring their health back, finances, marriages, children, and all that. But on the end of the day, uh, honestly, we, we noticed that this person still not happy with the results because nothing happening. They're fasting, they're praying, they go to church, they give their tie, they do all this. And because, you know, sometimes to just uh, make them a little busy, we just give them assignment to do, like every, everybody else, you know, do that. So, but this person, uh, on the end of the day, there is no results. So that's why I, I decided to kind of uh, open up their minds and heart that there is a way of uh, also, you know, uh, bring these blessings back. But first, we need to understand the, the, the um, uh, what I call the system, the way God uh, programmed everything, if, if you don't mind to call that way. Um, so I'm going to start uh, kind of teaching you. I might do like a couple of programs if God's willing, so kind of I can complete because this one hour we won't be enough for me to finish, but I'll just give you something and then next time I'll continue, but probably with the part two. Um, so let, let me just uh, say something. Let's start from here. How do, how do we break um, the curses or bondages or whatever is there? Well, the scripture says that the anointing of the Lord uh, breaks every yoke. So the question is then how how are we how are we going to get anointed? Okay, we say that once you receive Jesus Christ, you're anointed. That's all correct, but like I said, majority of people they cannot break a simple curse. They can't even cast out demons, and the reason is because there is no anointing. But how do you receive anointing? Um, the word anointing uh, means a lot of things, people. In the Bible, there is all different different kinds of anointings. Like we have different kinds of faith, uh, so we kind of need to learn all this. We have four type of faith. I actually write a book about it. There's a four type of faith, and uh, uh, also there is when we say anointing, it means a lot of stuff. It can be to the ministry, also can be anointed by God uh, specifically. 
So the anointing, the word anointing means a lot of things. It depends uh, which uh, and where. So now, uh, but the person has to be anointed. Uh, but if you don't experience the glory of God, you cannot experience the anointing. Like I said, there is different anointings. It's not the anointing from the Holy Spirit, the anointing from the Lord. There's people who are anointed through gifts, like the, like kings were anointed to be king in Old Covenant. There was a prophet who anointed to do prophecy. So, this is not the anointing I'm talking about. So there's different anointings. There's anointing that you anoint a man to be king. There's anointing you anoint man to be a minister. But there is one anointing that comes directly from the Lord. They all come from the Lord. But it's, 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 it, the scripture says it's from him. Rest in your life. That anointing I'm talking about. Like for instance, um, if I compare with the faith. Well, we have all kinds of faith. Like for instance, one of the faith is that I will say there will come measure of faith. This is growing faith always there. This is what we call uh, faith without work is dead. That's growing faith. You always work on your life, always, uh, you know, and there's this fruits of faith. And then there is gift of faith. And Paul calls the common faith. Now, those are t teachings that I cannot teach right now. But there is this faith. But there is different works, there's different uh, 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 functionality, there's these different things that the uh, Bible talks about it. And by the way, uh, this Sunday I was teaching uh, about Bible, and I said that uh, we should know Bible better than Satan. And some people were kind of, some people were kind of thinking like, what is that supposed to mean, knowing Bible better than Satan? Well, just to give you a quick uh, uh, information. I study about Satan, and I'm pretty sure you guys did too. Satan uh, knows how to pray. Satan knows how to, uh, 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 he, the scriptures as he believes, Satan knows um, all, all these scriptures that he even knows the men of God and all that. So let's go back to um, what I call um, uh, my specific teachings that I'm going to teach you guys, which will be very important. All right. So, um, like I said, you know, we should know better than Satan. Bible, we should know better than Satan. Okay, let me just give you like four things that Satan knows better than some Christians. He prayed in Luke. He said, let me go to the pigs. We call that also pray, and Jesus granted that uh, request. And then um, he was in Matthew Satan was actually, uh, you know, trying uh, Jesus with uh, Psalms 91. We can tell that he, he knows the Bible. Um, and then uh, in James, it says that you said God is one, you believe God is one, so is the Satan. Uh, so we see that he has belief. And then uh, when um, uh, this, in Acts, when the sons of uh, prophet, they tried to cast out demons, and then um, he said, Jesus, I know, Paul, I know. We see that he respects a man of God, and we should also do the same thing. Something interesting in, uh, I'm just teaching you, so you guys see there's, there's a lot of things in the Bible that we should know. We can't just say there's one faith, there's one belief, there's one this. No, there's many, and even knowledge is there's four knowledges. Okay, I think we're clear on that one. 
So let me just continue now to teach you how to have an anointing because anointing breaks all the your the, the presence of the Lord. That's another thing. So before we get to anointed one, let me give you the map and then I'll, I'll start teaching you. Before we get to the map, you have to believe and then you have to transform yourself into faith. You grow maturely. And then you walk, uh, you fellowship with the glory of God. And I want to explain what is the glory of God. Once you got the glory of God, and then it comes the presence. After presence, then you will receive the anointing. So in other words, the presence of anointing is a manifestation of God's presence. And the anointing is overflow of life of Jesus. I'm going to repeat this again so you guys... If you guys can uh, write it down, uh, anointing is a manifestation of God's presence. And anointing is an overflow of life of Jesus in your life. So first, you have to believe, which I'm going to explain right now. And then you go to faith. I'll tell you where the faith comes from. And then once you grow in the faith, then you, you fellowship with the glory of God. I will explain very briefly what is the glory of God. Some people don't know what is the glory of God. Some ministers don't know what the glory of God is. It's so sad that they don't study these things because this is very, very important. Once you, you finish the glory of God, I'm just you know teaching, and then you experience the presence of God. After the presence of God, then you, you, will, you will have the uh, anointing. Now that will break uh, every demonic. No, no devil will no longer will harass you. Very important. That's why I always love uh, also self-deliverance. Some people go to ministry to be delivered, but you also need to know, you need to also uh, know how to keep your deliverance. Matthew talks about it. Okay, now let's go to a first uh, uh, belief. What is a belief? So there is what we call in English belief, and then what we call faith. They're not the same people. Um, they're not the same. Uh, number one, believe it, it. So what is a belief and what is a faith? Why they're different? So let, let me teach you here because you guys need to know. A lot of people struggle here. They're not the same. It's totally different thing. So let's just uh, give you some structure so you guys will see. But I'll, I'll say this first and then I'll teach. Believe it, it, it this deals with your soul faith deals with your spirit this is very important for you guys to understand i'm going to repeat it again believe it it relates to your soul and a faith to your spirit so now let's talk about belief if you study james it clearly says that the scripture says that oh i think it's james 2 6 or 11 it says that um you believe uh, that God is one, so the devil and devil is trembling. So I check that in Greek perspective. There's the same name, and we see that devil believes and man believes, but change that belief never change devil, never change devil. But yet they believe God. So that belief, when you believe, it's pretty much the same. We believe God because it deals with your soul. So believe is mostly information. When when somebody comes and telling you about Jesus Christ, basically what they're doing, they're giving you information, or they're just they imparting in your life a knowledge. This is how you hear the word of God, and, and so basically believe deals with your soul. And 
it, it, it allows you to receive Jesus Christ. That's what belief mainly do. In. So let's talk about if men have a soul. Uh, in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, Scripture talks about it, that God will sanctify your whole body, soul, and spirit. This is 1 Thessalonians 5.23. You guys should, should know that. Here proves, Paul proves that their man created man created one but yet we also I, I in my way i call trinity we have body we have soul and we have spirit and if you guys don't know body have his own food soul has his own food spirit has his own food i'm going to briefly look briefly briefly give you what are the, the food of the body you guys all eat go to a store ralph's whole food Gelson, better and better stores, food, physical food. What is the food of the soul? Knowledge, information. That's what we love to read, we love to watch. Uh, those are all information. The third, what is the food of the spirit? Well, the food of the spirit is the word of God. Uh, and the word of God is Jesus, and Jesus is God. That's the food of the spirit. The word of God is food because Jesus says, I am the bread comes from heaven. So Jesus is bread for your spirit. Uh, and, and if you remember, Jesus is anyone who drinks from me. Okay, so Jesus also have two. Um, he approaches to the soul in a different way. He approaches to the spirit in different way. For the soul, Jesus is the word of God. For the spirit, Jesus is the bread of God. You see the difference, people? That's what we, we have to go to the to the bread. The word is the knowledge. What you know we call logos and rhema. Remember that? So the word is 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 that knowledge. But rhema is the revelation knowledge. So that's for your spirit. Don't forget that. It's very, very important to know that. So um, now what I want to do, I want to speak about uh, soul. When God created Adam, we're going to go all the way to Adam. What happened to Adam? Adam lost his connection with the Lord. And what we call today in our term, we call he was dead in his sins. What happened? There was corruption in the spirit of man. When Adam sinned, and you guys know, Adam was the greatest, uh, I'm, I'm just going to use very careful here. When God created Adam, there was no mom, no dad. So imagine he created angels. They were perfect, beautiful, holy. And yet same way God created Adam. Adam was innocent. He was perfectly created. He says anything God created was good. So Adam was smart. He, he never grow. He didn't have mom and dad. Jesus never make him grow. He, in, in our, when we study Leviticus, we see when the person fully enters into the ministry. Some people said about 20s. Some people said around 30s. So either Adam was around, because Jesus says he was about 30 when he started his greatest ministry. So we're thinking around there, God created this man, this 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 uh, great man, that first man that God ever created. So now, here what happened. When Adam sinned, which 
was a very bad thing to do for this man to sin because creating in this way, no man, no that. See, we created after the sin. We have a sin in our life. Our Im imagination of our minds are evil. But Adam was not like that. He, his imagination was not evil. After he sinned, this is where, because he says, don't eat from that tree. Good and evil. Good and evil. He was not supposed to eat that fruit. Neither good, neither evil. And let me tell you something, people. I don't know if you guys know, but the Lord told me. This is what the Lord says, and I, this is a remarkable revelation. People, imagination is evil, but to execute that evilness that we're thinking, we need devils. That's why a person becomes very evil. So we think evilness, and Satan is the one who executes that. That's why it's very dangerous when we think evilness. We, you got to really be careful when it comes to hate or kill in your heart and mind or, or, or to harm. Because we want, when we get mad, what we do? We were just trying to destroy that person, destroy that situation. We cannot do it. We have no capacity to do that. But devils are helping us. That's why a person really, you know, get into that evilness. That's why we have jails and all that. So, back to Adam. Adam was basically created by God. His sin, his soul corrupted. We call that dead spirit man. Uh, Adam and all his generation was actually functioning through their soul. Spirit is corrupt, which we would call dead. When Jesus came, uh, the requirement was every human being must listen to the word of God and receive the word of God. This is how the faith comes. It explains how the faith comes. Uh, but even though the scriptures explains how the faith comes, but we need to Talk about it. How did that faith enters into man's life? So, the requirement was in Jesus' time. When person listens to the word of God after Jesus, or maybe Jesus' time, then that person, what, what God really do, I'm going to say it my way, forgive me. He takes that dead spirit, he makes new one from the Lord, brand new, and he put back into that man. This word we call a born above or born again. So now this man completed, yet the spirit is brand new from God himself. This is where now we're arguing that a man cannot be uh, um, possessed, oppressed, yes, but not possessed, because possessed is a complete domination of the man. Because in that man, there is a spirit that uh, put by God. Uh, so now, I'm gonna, I know you guys, it's too much for some of you, but I have to teach this. You guys can, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to be in the archive. You guys can keep watching and watching and listening or listening. It's going to help you a lot. This is very powerful teaching, in my opinion. Um, so now we're going to go back to, to the soul. Belief. Okay. Let's talk about soul because I want you to know. When God creates man, he creates man with five senses. With five senses, uh, we don't we don't uh, born and then five senses come. We're born with five senses. All we need is parents to develop these five senses in us. The five senses uh, are 
smelling, touching, hearing, and all that. So those senses are helping us to overcome and to manage our daily life and protect our body, including our spirit and soul. Now, what about spirit? When God put man new spirit, guys, this is very important. Listen, when God put new spirit, then in that spirit already built senses, spiritual senses, discernment is one of them. Faith is the second one. I'm not going to give you the rest. There's more. Spirit have more senses than the physical, than the soul. So when you're born, the senses are already built in you by God. All you need is someone to develop in you. Uh, what about the what about the spirit? When you born again or born from above, we're talking about when you receive Jesus Christ and God put new spirit in you, brand new from the Lord, then. The senses already in it. What you have to do is, or every human being, what they have to do is, they have to fellowship with Jesus. Now, this is very important, people. Again, we're going to anointing, okay? If, I want I want to say this to everybody. Man cannot develop the faith in you no man can do that i can give you knowledge i can make you the greatest believer i can make you the greatest believer even you can be the greatest believer all you need is to study and learn all you can read all the books in the world you can be the greatest believer because that deals with your soul and the belief only allow i'm going you know, I'm not going to teach deeper, deeper. The, the, the belief only allow, because it deals with your soul. The belief only allow you to receive Jesus, but the faith to trust. See, there's a difference. Now, faith only develops through fellowshipping with Jesus or Holy Spirit or the Father. It doesn't matter. You, I, I will say you fellowship with, with God himself. A lot of people said, how do you fellowship? You pray, you fast? No, everything everything it's not only praying the the fellowshipping with jesus or holy spirit or god is not one side it's everything you just have to do everything and that will be the next time <coughs> what when it comes to what exactly we have to do so um let me continue because uh, i know for some of you this can be too much but i'm trying to go slowly and for sure uh, I, I'm pretty sure you guys will understand. Now, faith only develops people when we fellowship with God himself. This is vitally important. No man, no man in the world can develop that faith but God himself because that faith gift from the Lord, not from the man. Belief, yeah, you can believe uh, I can increase your belief. This is what I do right now. I'm giving you knowledge. I make you now. I'm making you more professional, more, 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 better uh, believer. You know. Yeah. Now, um, let's continue. Right. So we. I just told you that if the reason I'm teaching you this because 
like I said again, just going to pause a little bit if someone just enter in. The whole point of the teaching is people want to be delivered, yet they don't know how. They go to churches and the pastors, ministers, they keep telling them, hey, go fast, go pray, go do this, go do that. Yet they're doing that because they have no choice. What else are they supposed to do? Sometimes it works. I'm not saying it never works, but sometimes it don't work. Most of the time, a lot of people have problems. They just don't know what to do to their life anymore. One, one point they get delivered, one point they get sad. They think it's gone, yet they're still there. They're struggling. So that's why I am teaching very important uh, you know, uh, the way of getting delivered. So this is what I said. You go to the belief, you start with the belief, and then you go to faith. After faith, you fellowship with the glory of God. This is where we're going now. After the glory of God, you need the presence of the Lord. After the presence of the Lord, the anointing will come because the presence of the Lord comes when you fellowship with, uh, with God himself. Because when you fellowship with God, uh, the person of Jesus Christ, the person of God creates the presence of God, presence of God, the anointing and anointing produce power. And so that's mar marvelous, magnificent. And even Jesus blessed his uh, disciples in three ways. Uh, but hold on. Now, now, anointing is the manifestation of God's presence. And anointing is the overflow life of Jesus. Very, very important. Okay, now we, I just, just briefly tell you that the belief is good. Devils also believe. That belief never changed the devilness of the uh, devil, yet it, won't, it will never change a person to. A lot of people believe, but there is no changes. Why? Because belief is only relates to your soul. You can be the best believer. That's why everybody believes. And I have no problem with that. It's a good start. But belief is not the end. Uh, Peter uh, says we should crave with the milk. With, and the milk is the beginning. But the Paul in Hebrew says we have to stop the milk. We can't just be in the milk all the time. we got to go to maturity. Not that. Is talking about faith. Okay, so how do you develop your faith? I just explained by fellowshipping with the master. Okay, faith um, to develop the faith to start. Now I'm going a little bit detail so you guys because some of you say, so how do I? How am I gonna fellowship with with the with the master with the with Jesus? How do I do that? Well, the best answer of that is this. You need to have a good church where the, the church is teaching five offices of Holy Spirit and fellowshipping with five offices of Holy Spirit. Also, you need to have, uh, you need to also be part of the church, like serving, because the scripture says God not only saved us, God called us too. So you need to get yourself a title because God wants his children to serve. And then you need to have mentor because those mentor people will allow you to, to guide you your steps. Because like I said, you need to do everything, not one thing, everything. So that part of it. So that's kind of brief 
once you start, once like Paul was guiding Timothy, says my son Timothy, and then he, he also tells Timothy what to do. Jesus with his disciples, Elisha with Elijah, and then Aaron to his sons, and uh, Moses and Aaron, and or I should say Moses to Joshua, better like that. So all these people mentor them. And look what, what happened to them. They become the greatest person in the world. And the Bible talks about them all the time. It's, it's crazy to see how these people able to bring them into that great dimension. Now, the next part what I want to do is we want to talk about faith. Paul said, Peter says we should crave to the milk, which is that's the beginning. And what the milk really do, it adopts you to the word because... Um, I study about the milk, and I just want to share this also if, you know, sometimes wondering why, what is the milk to do. Uh, usually when a baby born, they give the baby to the mother because that baby inside uh, can hear the heartbeat of the mother. That's the first part they put it, the baby into the chest of the mother. And then mom gives baby a milk. The concept of that is to, we the milk literally adopts the baby baby eats the milk yet that process what we call mom adapts that baby now that baby comes to mom not because of the heartbeat but also for the milk crave for the milk so when we start with the knowledge we should crave for that more and more anyway so let's continue because i got i have much lots of things to say i hope i finish it uh, not leaving anything at least i can give you some clue so the next part is uh, uh, faith, which is uh, very, very important. Faith develops by the, by the Holy Spirit or Jesus or the Father. You, you, you have to. And that faith needs to grow and become mature. Because if you read Hebrew, for instance, I, I want to read something for you in Hebrew, where Hebrew clearly, clearly says that we need to leave elementary teachings and go to maturity. That's what the Hebrew says, which is, uh, you know, Bible is always right. It says uh, in uh, New International Version, Hebrew 6, 1 says, Therefore, let us move beyond elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from the act that led to death and of faith in God. So here... Uh, Paul saying that we really need to leave this elementary teaching. It's good for a while because elementary teaching is with your soul. And everybody feels good. You know, the soul loves comfort, uh, which everybody loves that, which I'm not saying it's bad, but to, to, to get into uh, somewhere, then, then the elementary, it won't, it won't take you uh, far. That's why a lot of people still still struggling with their with their um, what I call um, problems. Okay, so now I what I want to do is uh, because I'm going fast, people. I can't just um, you know I can't stay in one place and keep teaching because there's a lot. I wish I, I have a time to to go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, um, but it, it just uh, has to be so. Let's go to the glory of God. What is the glory of God? Let's start with it. Here, I just told you that you have to believe. Uh, that will only allow you to receive Jesus. 
And then you go to the faith. Now, faith only comes when you believe Jesus, when you receive Jesus. God put in you a new man. Build faith in it. All you have to do is do what God says, and he will develop that faith in you. And the discernments and all the other spiritual senses that build in the spirit. I'm making this thing so you guys can see it. Now, once you become mature, then what God really wants, He wants you to walk, He wants you to fellowship with the glory of God. Now, when when you go to glory of God, that means God allow a man to fellowship with the glory of God. But let me tell you what the glory of God is. I've been studying this years and years, people. I had a hard time to understand, but eventually God teach me. So the glory of God, the word glory in Hebrew means kevod, K-A-V-O-D, which means heavy, very heavy, like heavy, like you cannot carry it. Why is it like that? Because the glory of God, it is four names of God comes to, together. In other words, if you study the scripture, only few places you see the glory of God in a capital letter. Why? Because the glory of God, it's, it's his four names. Let me give you them so you guys will know. So the glory, the word glory in Hebrew means kevod, which is heavy. The reason it sounds like this because it means the presence of God. I'm sorry, the person of God, attributes of God, presence of God, which is the character, and his name. Now, those all are together. The way I explain it will be a little bit tricky. If all, if the glory of God comes in man life, God going to love you, yet God going to judge you. In some cases, God will destroy you. So let me give you scripture. It's, it's interesting. Hear what God says. Let the love of the Father, grace of Jesus, and fellowship the Holy Spirit be with you. Now, why is he separating and giving us different names? How come it's not, it doesn't say Father, grace, or Holy Spirit, grace? It says Father, love, Jesus, grace, and fellowship. Because those are the glory be uh, separated and, and kind of like spread it all over the Bible. So majority people, when they're broken, when they are, let's say, their heart is not right, or they're just so bad condition, they always have the presence of God. Now, uh, I want to be careful here, but the presence of God is just there to make you feel good, to comfort you. That also is not changing the person's heart. I know a lot of people in my meetings, they cry, they feel the presence of God, they feel goosebumps. But afterwards, they sin again, they live the life they used to live. Because uh, that's another teaching, people. I'm just going to the anointing, so forgive me if I'm not going all the way in. So the glory of God is the person of God, attributes of God, presence of God, and his name. So, that's why you don't see glory of God in the Bible in one place. It's spread all over. Because God did that to, to, to help you. Like, let's talk about person of God. Moses sinned against God. He begged God to enter in the land of Canaan. 
God says, don't ask me anymore. You're not going there. Well, that's the person of God. You see, he didn't let him go. Even though these men were begging, and Paul, and even Jesus, he says, Father, remove this cup from me. No answer. But here you come to Jesus, and then with the sin, sin all over you, you just slept with a woman or a man, or you just kill someone. I don't know. I'm just making things. And then you come to pray, and then you feel the presence of God because he wants to comfort you. But and then you're going to go to his presence. Here David, when David sinned, God says, I'll forgive you. That's his presence, but the blood will never depart from your life. And matter of fact, just to scare you, in Psalms 89, half talks about the blessing of the David, and half he destroys David. David's kingdom was vanished, annihilated completely when Jesus came. Jesus didn't come from David's kingdom. He came from David's branch. David's kingdom was gone. There was no kingdom left. The king of the Judea was Herod, and Herod was not a, was not a Jew. He was not Jew. He was, I think he was Esau's family, if I'm not mistaken, because when Esau went to his father, says, bless me, he said, one day you will rule to your brother. And actually it happened according to prof prophecy or whatever prediction they had. Herod was, according to scholars, he was Esau's descendant. Now, we should... We should know the presence of God. So what is the glory of God? People, just make sure you guys know. It's the presence of, person of God, presence of God, attributes of God, and His name. That's very powerful to know. Once the requirement of walking with the glory of God, basically you need to deal with these four areas. Because you can't just say, I want a presence of God. You, don't, you can't just only want his feel good. You also have to know when God says no. You need to learn that too. You need to do his commandments. So if God says no, you need to obey that. That's why you walk with the glory first. So the glory, when the glory comes, you have to walk with the glory, which is the presence, person, attributes in his name. And then you have to be faithful. Then God will entrust you. So the glory of God, if, if I say this is what the glory of God is, the glory of God is His goodness, mercy, compassion, grace, His slow to anger, that's the presence, unfailing love, that's the presence, faithfulness, that's His name. So if we just divide what I just said, it goes to those four, four areas. That's why person, attribute, presence and his name is the glory of God. That's what people, glory of God means, kevot means heavy, and only few places you can see the capital glory of God. Basically, basically if you study Psalms 137, it says, he made known his ways to Moses, his acts or his deeds to the people of Israel. Can you imagine? For Israel, his deeds or acts for Moses, his ways. See, these different different names. It's not the same. So now, um, now, uh, what time is it? Oh, almost, almost finished. Now, let's let's just one more time talk about the glory of God, and then we'll go to the presence fast, 
and then I'll go to the anointing and we, we will finish today. The glory of God, first you go to, uh, you have to go start with the belief. Like I said, believe devils believe too. Remember, devils believe the tremble, yet their nature never changed. They stay devils. People believe God, their nature never changed. Yes, they receive Jesus, I get it. But we're talking about nature. If your nature never changed, remember what Jesus says? He says, the prince of this air coming against me, but he has nothing from him in me. That's the power. When devil comes to you and he finds nothing from him in you, then that's very good. So this is what I always say to people. People confuse temptation and attack. Temptation is bad, but the attack is good. Why? Because when person still tempted, that means Satan still have something from him in you. Like what? Well, gossip, idolatry. Lying, stealing, and all kinds of source stuff. That's because the, that sin still dwells in you. That's why Satan tempts you to, 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 to push you back into the, to that place. So that's why tempt, when Satan tempts you, it's no good. But when Satan attacks you, that's good. That means you are his enemy. He's scared of you. He's scared of you. He's afraid of you. He attacks you. Look what happened to Jesus. I'm going to say something about Jesus. Uh, the scripture says that when Satan was tempting Jesus, he lived him for a season. Devil left Jesus for a season. Did you heard what I said? He didn't just run away from Jesus. He lived him for a season. What does that mean? Well, Satan already knew that to break Jesus, impossible is untouchable. So what he did, he went and he looked a, a weaker place. So his attack has to be somewhere else. So he went to Pharisees, didn't work. He went to Peter, Jesus worked for Peter. He attacked to the friend of Jesus. Judah, according to the scripture, Psalms 40 or 41, it says, Judah was the friend of Jesus. My own friend, the scripture says. Judah become the target. Judah was weak because uh, the word Judah means, uh, you know, when we call pirates, when they just steal ships in back in um, 17th century or 18th century, and then they finally destroyed them. Uh, they were actually, for a long time, they were very radical. Um, in in the word Judah means uh, uh, a thief, in other words, robbers. Like, uh, we know when David says, if I walk uh, in the shadow of, uh, valley of shadow of death, I will not be, I will not fear. Not that shadow of death, according to scholars, it actually exists. Even Romans were struggling because those, those rebels, you know, they attack Romans and common people. That's why when was there is a um, uh, what I call a, a Jerusalem, there was this cel celebration going on on holiday. People never leave the Jerusalem at night because those people. That's what Judah means. Iscar, Iscar, Judah from from uh, Iscariots. That that's what his name is. 
like a, a, a zealous, Simon's zealous, zealous, you know, those zealous, they're just, uh, they're more better than Judah, the one who betrayed Jesus. So that word actually means, so this guy was still, had that mind of Sam, he didn't change his life, his heart. So Satan, look, 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 and then he said, oh, I got it, Judah. So he went to Judah, and through Judah, he attacked Jesus, but he didn't tempt Jesus. Jesus was tempted. He Hebrew says in four corners, he becomes successful. There was nothing in him, but he came. He, could, he tried to tempt him. There was nothing. So he left. Now he what's the next step? He needs to attack. So attacks, we're always going to have people. You're never going to be free. As long as you're living in this body, you're going to be attacked. But if you don't live a life that the Lord is asking, then the danger is attack and temptation will not happen together. Either Satan is going to tempt you because that when he tempts you, it's worse than attack because he's going to put you in back to sin. But attack, it's not. He's not going to send. To, he's not put you back to sin. He's going to just fight with you, which is you. You will be successful anyway. Praise God. A lot of people lose their hope and their uh, what I call, um, you know, because of the sin. They on the end they lose because I know a lot of people. They serve God and they sin, sin with the woman. They cheat and then they lie. They go after money and. And that's pretty very scary, people, see? But that's because there's, there, there's something from the devil in him. So to break that, we need the anointing of um, overflow of Jesus. Anointing is the overflow, the life of Jesus. So you fellowship with Jesus, and that great anointing comes. Not the gift. Gift also considers anointing. To be king also uh, means anointing. Not, not those ones. Once I am telling you. Um, so, to finish, I want to say this. We all need to be anointed. And the word Christian means anointed, Jesus Christ. So, we really need to understand what I just teach because it's very, that's why I was going very, very slow. So, you guys want, will understand this is very heavy teaching. So we need to go we need to transform ourselves from a belief, from soulish perspective to spiritual, what well, that's the faith. And then we need to grow in the faith. We can't just have small faith. And and like I said, there's four type of faith the scripture talks about. And each each being uh, grown by different activities. And here the scripture says some says I have faith, some says I have work. Uh, faith without work is dead. You see, it requires some things to do. So that relates to something. And there's a fruit of faith relates to somewhere else. Anyway, so we need to go from belief to uh, faith. Once we grow in the faith, then God will allow you to walk in His glory, which is because grown-up person understands the requirements. That's why you need to grow in your faith. Once you grow fully in your faith, then He allow you to 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 you know work with His person, with His attributes, with His um, presence, and with His name. Um, once you able to you know work with that, then the presence will be manifest in your life. After the presence, 
that's going to be the anointing will flow, overflow in your life. Anointing people of God produce power. Now this where you become successful. There's something else I want to say and I'm going to finish. When you come closer to the presence of God, I want to finish with this. That presence of God, it, it makes you, you know, when these drag addicts, all oh, the thing about drug, they will sell their homes, their body, even they cut their fingers just to get that. That presence of God is so magnificent. It, it will make you like that, to crave to Him. So when I go to pray, I don't go to pray because I have need. I go to pray because I need, like those drag addicts, they have to have a drug. I'm comparing so you will know. That's why my life, this is how I live. I, I don't pray because I have need. I pray because I can live without it. The way he comes to you and give you this understanding, this blessed anointing, this blessed way, you crave to be with him. You crave to, oh my God, it's so beautiful. So that is my complete teaching, my, 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 my friends. Well, my brother, I'm done with my teachings. Great teaching, my friend. What shall we title this for the episode, uh, the episode archive today? I think we should do uh, how to... Uh, no, let's do this. Uh, anointing breaks yoke. Awesome. Anointing breaks yoke. Brother Armadak, yeah. I want you to give out your contact information. How do people reach you in your ministry? And for those that may be hearing you speak for the first time, tell us about the ministry you have there. Well, uh, we call ourselves, uh, my ministry name, we call Army Ministry. I made it very simple so people can reach me fast. Uh, we have uh, every month almost uh, deliverance uh, services where John Ramirez is always with us. He was with us two weeks ago. And also we have prophets coming. Uh, we're inviting other ministers to help us, like Daniel Adam and other people. Um, so we deliverance minister basically. The second part, God uh, gave me a gift of dream interpretation, and actively I do that. Like today, seven o'clock, you can, you guys can register. I do dream interpretation, um, and that also bless a lot of people. Also, I do mentorship. If you guys want one on one, like people have all kinds of questions, I we provide that. We have uh, we live. We stay in Glendale, California. Um, we have Albanian uh, services and English services. So uh, the rest, you guys go Army Ministry, and then you guys can see all the upcoming events. And then you just register and then be part of it. And God bless you for that. Yep. Fantastic, my friend. Now, are you going to continue there in the Glendale area, or do you still have it on your heart at some point to go over to Texas? Not yet, but okay. uh, right now we're staying in Glendale. I just was want to get an update. Okay, good enough. <laughs> uh, Brother Armin, thank you for coming on. Um, Thanks, so. Would you look at your schedule and get me another date? I have yes, um, Wednesdays at this same time open. Just uh, text me when you get time to look at your calendar and um, tell me what you got available. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Okay. I love you, brother. Thank you for your patience and coming on tonight. God bless you. Thank you, sir. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Well, welcome aboard, everybody. 
all of our regular folk and any new people that may be checking out the program. Um, I am believing God for some new listeners as well. And uh, you can help me to get the word out by sharing programs with a friend. Now, it'd be nice if I had the last two days worth of shows uploaded. Um, but I got um, excited and stayed up till 6 a.m. my time. It's currently 1.56 a.m. And um, then, of course, I, I slept about four and a half hours. And thank God I woke up and didn't miss Mama's birthday party. She was counting on me to be there, and I didn't want to let her down. Um, I have very strange hours these these days, and it may get stranger for it. So, <laughs> but praise the Lord. Um, where was I going with that? Um, I will get those uploaded for you because I got them cut, I think, and um, we'll get caught back up. And then what I want to encourage you to do is go check out my website, omegamanradio.com. And from there, you can get access to our two podcast feeds. Uh, they're on Podbean. They've got an app, which is pretty cool. First time we've really ever had an app that I can think of um, for our uh, home base. We, we used to be on Blog Talk Ready, and we're back on Blog Talk, but they never had an app. And SoundCloud uh, made much to be desired, but Podbean's a real podcasting app, and it's free. Check them out if you want to, but also the show is picked up on about 12 other feeds. New feeds. Uh, because I had someone write me today and they, they're trying to get us on an old iTunes feed that seemed to be down. Well, uh, that's because we moved the hub. So our hub is on Podbean and now we've got new links for everything. So if you go to my website, you should be able to find what you need. And if you still can't find it, uh, email me. I'll be glad to help you. Now, all the shows that we do are free. They're always going to be free. Let me say something more. If God grants us this Miracle Valley uh, property, I've just texted Joseph Jasinski in the last hour, and I told him I want him to be the first person to come down and do a school of deliverance. That's what he specializes in. God told him to create a traveling school of deliverance. And to my knowledge, he still has never come to America, so this will be a dream come true. Many years in the making. We'll get him to come down there. And um, no charge. Let me repeat that. No charge. We're not going to charge for anything. Um, So how do you like that? Show you our motives here. Uh, No charge for ministry. No charge to get these programs. Download them. They're free. Help yourself to them. And if we have a conference, I'm not charging. It's going to be free. You have to, of course, spend your own gas money to get out there. Or uh, you can also tune in worldwide on what we're going to do. We'll broadcast them worldwide, so this is going to be a worldwide evangelistic effort. So, praise the Lord. We'll see what the we we'll see what the Lord wants to do here. Uh, we serve at His pleasure. Okay, but I just want to drop that in here because um, I am excited about really being able to realize a dream we've had for a long time and do some regular conferences. We want to do them once a month. That'd be the idea, and and uh, and bring in various speakers to come in and minister and teach and train and uh, tell me what you think. You can email me to megamanradio at protonmail.com. Okay. That being said, uh, question: When is Elvis Newhart coming on? I spoke to Elvis yesterday, and we have him already booked uh, for two dates this month. He'll be on next week, 
the 19th, and also the 26th. Those are Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern. So be sure and check that out. Uh, Germany is plus six hours, so that's 4 p.m. Germany, if you happen to be on that side of the globe. Okay, so um, he will be back. Also, we're going to do the first Demon Hotline we've done in a long time. This Friday night, September 15th. So if you need prayer, if we've got calls, we're going to take them. We've got blog talk back up, and we now take calls again. That'll be Friday the 15th at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 Eastern. Be sure and check that out. Okay. By the way, Joseph Jasinski will be on Thursday, tomorrow. John Terrell, Gary Stafford, and the guest, David Measures. Friday, Dr. Hansen, Joseph Ferrara, Will Young. Ivory Hopkins next week, he's back. Michael W. Smith, Ron Cohen, Michael Basham. Betsy Pelletieri is coming back. Bill French, Pat Roach. Hank Groover is booked for next week. Victor Mravelag and a Demon Hotline. Um, and more. Leslie Johnson from the Prophecy Club coming up this month. And I've got um, others I'm waiting to hear back from and still some to contact. And when they give me a date, we're going to book them. Okay. Now, also, I want to mention that we will, as needed, alter our time period so that if we need to do an earlier show or a later show, we'll do it. In fact, I've got, for next Wednesday, we're going to be actually starting one hour early that day to accommodate a speaker. Pat Roach will be on at 9 a.m. instead of 10 Eastern. And then we're going to bring back evenings as necessary. So we have Victor Mravleg Friday the 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern. I'll do whatever I need to do to get a slot for these speakers because some can't do daytimes because of their work shifts, but they can do an evening. So it just means uh, I'll have to go to bed a lot sooner than I've been going. Uh, finish this show, go to bed, get back up five or six hours, and bam, we'll be on again. So that's good, actually, for me to have some of these because it will discipline me to go to bed early. Okay. Of course, the whole crew's been in bed for a while. They go to bed early around here because of school. But uh, I do I do the night shift now, so uh, very quiet over here in, in Bali. Okay. Uh, anything else I need to mention on that? I think that's it. Uh, speak my word coming back tomorrow. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. I just posted a new update um, on the uh, War Chess campaign to pick up Miracle Valley. So if you were tuning in last hour, it's there. But also, just posted on YouTube. Check it out. Please share that with a friend. You can share that link I just put in the chat room. Share it on your Facebook wall, anywhere you can get it out there. And uh, who knows who may take a look and jump on board with us. We need as many that will. Um, that's basically all i got to say. Pray for us. God's will be done. And Father Yehovah, we thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for the five people who have come on board so far. We started with zero yesterday, God. We went from zero to $11,000 and a war chest with pledges. I want to thank you for that. We've got a ways to go. And uh, little is much when God is in it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless everybody that has come out. Bless all those 
who will listen later. God, to direct all of our steps, have thy will be done, Father God. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. You know, unless the Lord Jesus Christ build it, those who labor and labor in vain. Jesus Christ built a Mega Man Radio. And we are laboring now for the Lord Jesus in these last days until he returns. And I'm not worried about the New World Order and what they got planned. I just want to worry about am I pleasing to the Lord? Am I doing what he's asked me to do? And if are we keeping the faith? That's the important thing. Keep the faith, folks. And we'll get to the finish line one day. And it will all be worth it what we went through. God bless you all. If you want to contact me, Omega Man Radio at protonmail.com. The answer is yes, I did come back and um, set up YouTube channel 8. And you know, I was about ready to give up on it yesterday, but I'm glad I didn't nuke this one. Because um, perfect for updates on Miracle Valley. So yes, I'm going to be using that because there's some people that uh, will be able to easily send that link out and friends can come over and tune in on that maybe versus trying to get the podcast. So um, yeah, it's it's very much active. It's uh, Channel 8. We only have 85 subscribers. You know, God never needed much to defeat the enemies of Israel. He just needed Gideon, Gideon and a group of 300 to have faith instead of fear. And he used 300 and an angel to slay 185,000 some odd enemies of Israel. It won't take much to get Miracle Valley if God's in it. Um, so, with God, all things are possible. Again, to him that believe are called according to his purpose. So, if this is the will of God, it will happen. And if not, God bless whoever he chooses, if it's not me. Okay, that's it. Uh, You'll find me right there. You can find me on YouTube. Just put in my name. Put in my full name. I'm running under my name, Shannon Ray Davis. And I'll come up. If you remember my name, put it in YouTube. You'll find me. Okay. Thank you, folks. Love you all.